Welcome to 10 Minute Money. I am John Dyer, and as always, I'm joined by Paul Erickson. Paul and I are financial advisors with Royal Oak Financial Advisors in Royal Oak, Michigan. And today we are going to give you our market update. How you doing, Paul? Great, John. How you doing? Good, good. So it's fall. I know it's been a while since yeah. we did a market update. It things has have been, been a while. things have been crazy lately, up and down. But we we choppy, predicted this a little October. bit. Yeah, I think in our last podcast you did say we were in for a bumpy market, and yeah. it was the debt ceiling debate and right. inflation concerns. Yeah. So the market never likes uncertainty, and that debt ceiling provided some uncertainty from DC. And it's really not over yet. You know, they just postponed it until December. And so that's when they'll actually vote on the debt ceiling to increase it, or we'll see what they do. It's always interesting. DC keeps it very interesting. Right. Yeah. And I, I think I think it's it's going to be a short-term type of thing. Right. Another year or two. Right. They'll put it off, too. Right. So... I guess let's get right into it. What are your thoughts on the short-term outlook of the market? Yeah, so the short-term is always, in my mind, you know, under a year, really. And I think it's pretty typical what happened in September. You know, we dropped 4% and another cut 2% early in October, and now it seems like it's probably over. But looking back at the last year, we had not had a 5% correction since October of 2020. So we went almost 12 months without any type of correction. It was just a slow, steady grind higher, which markets just can't do that for very long. It's just not sustainable. Right. It's a pretty normal thing. I think it is a pretty normal yeah. thing. Yeah. Even though there's, it seems still kind of crazy with the pandemic and you know, with rates where they are and the 10-year and the Fed still, you know, pumping out a lot of stimulus, I, I still think this is somewhat of a normal market. And I'd like to see the earnings that are coming out, to me, look pretty positive. And so I do think the short term, we will see another 5 to 7% correction pullback. And I think, personally, I believe we end this year... 2021 positive i think november and december will look very good but sometime in february march we'll probably see another pullback and then we'll get back to looking at earnings and i think next year will be positive i don't think the fed raises till 23 and that's when i think it gets really rocky okay so you think now 2023 the fed will start raising interest rates i do i think okay they'll have to start raising interest rates if you know, the Fed, Powell doesn't think inflation is here to stay. And he's a very bright guy, and, he, and he, he's got a lot more research than I do at his fingertips. I think the jury's still out. I think it could be here to stay. I think this inflation could be real and could keep going higher. I mean, if you look at gas, food pricing, everything seems to be going up pretty dramatically right now. And so inflation, everyone is feeling inflation right now. And... I'd still rather deal with inflation than deflation. I just think the Fed will be forced to do something in early 23. Right. So you you think inflation is on the horizon. Well, we're already 
in an inflationary For sure. market. So we over the past year, we've had about a five percent inflation rate, and yeah, historically, historically it's been a, around two point five seven. Over the past ten years, it was around I think one point nine nine. So it was it right. was pretty low because we could get goods produced pretty cheaply from yep. China, and right. we're 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 just good at making things. Yeah, at a at I a low agree. cost. So right. yeah, we find ways. The Amazon effect. And Amazon's a big reason why too, because you can really have it delivered it. at your door. You can find anything you need yeah. at a low price there too. Right. So. Yeah, I I agree with you on that one. So, what do you think then, long term, and what do you what do you think about the dividend paying stocks? Where, where do you think yeah, they're gonna? Yeah, that's a great question. I do think long term, I would say I'm very bullish. I think equities stocks that increase dividends are one of the best places to be, especially in an inflationary environment. Stocks like. Apple and Microsoft or Caterpillar and John Deere, they all pay dividends. A lot of people don't believe me when I say Apple pays the biggest dividend in the world, but they're the largest dividend payer in the world. And these companies can pass the increases. Like if Apple has to pay more for a chip in their phone, they're going to charge a consumer more for that phone, and people will pay for it. They won't not buy it because it went up by 5 or 6%. They still want that. When they want that phone, they will buy that phone. So they have, in my mind, an inflationary hedge built in. And so if you own those kind of companies that can offset any inflationary cost to them, to the consumer, and increase dividends, I think it's a great way to hedge yourself and stay ahead of inflation. I think I saw something... Social Security is increasing by almost 6% uh, scheduled for next year, 5.9%. So, so people who get a Social Security check are going to get a raise, one of the largest I can, I've can i ever heard of. 6% raise on Social Security is pretty incredible. Yeah, wow. So inflation is is real here. And if you, you want to own companies that can at least get above a 4 or 5% growth rate and a lot of dividends that we, a lot of companies that we look for in our portfolio have a 9, 10% growth rate of dividends. So it stays well above the inflationary rate, even if it's at four or five. Right. Yeah. It keeps, it keeps you ahead of the inflation rate and gives you that dividend paying stock, the growth in the stock and the right. growth in the company too. Like, like, yeah. like uh, Wall, Wall Street has a saying, cash is trash. <laughs> and you can't keep all your money in the bank. You won't be able to retire because you're losing purchasing power. If inflation's at 5% and your money in the bank is earning, let's just say one, you can't get one right. on a money market right now. Yeah, you can't. But you're you, you're losing four at that, at right. that point. You're losing 4% a year right? because your your buying power just keeps dropping. Right. A so couple you, of years ago, we were we were actually right before the pandemic at a point where there were savings accounts uh, like a lot of the online banks that you you could get around two and a quarter yeah. on your cash was- and and inflation was only at one point nine nine then so you yeah. were actually okay in that environment but not not now I mean right. we just yeah because we the, found short term treasuries that were paying two and three percent we were yeah year. we did I mean, a lot that of that was a great deal yeah you know we helped a lot of clients get into that but it's gone now right. 
So really good outlook. I like where your head's at with the dividend paying stocks. Is there anything else you want to add? You know, I just want people to stay invested. The market will always have volatility. And if somebody's 65 or 70 and they're retiring, they could have 25 years in retirement. They will see bear markets. They will see recessions. It's something that we have to live with. But I don't want people to be so scared of that they take all their money out of the market and they put it under their mattress and then they miss days where the Dow is up three, four, or 500 points. There's only about a dozen days like that in, a, in any given calendar year and you need to participate in all of those extreme up days to keep your money working for you. Right. I completely agree. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, you can catch our podcast on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you get your uh, podcast. Uh, we are Royal Oak Financial Advisors. You can find us at www.royaloakfinancialadvisors.com. And we've got a lot of great info on the site, and you can listen to some po- podcasts there as well. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Thanks, John. And keep in mind, this is for educational purposes only. Thanks. Good point. John and Paul are financial advisors with Royal Oak Financial Advisors in Michigan, a fee-only RIA who specialize in helping their clients better understand their investments. If you watch the pennies, the dollars will come.